Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Final Fantasy Nine is over, and maybe you thought the podcast was too, but we didn't forget about you. We are back after a couple weeks away here on Post Show Recaps covering Final Fantasy Nine. I am your host, Brooklyn Zed, here with my co host going on this journey for the first time, Adam H. Adam, how's it going? It's going good, Zed.、Uh, do people out there actually think that the podcast was done forever? Did people, I mean,、uh, were, were there murmurings on the streets of, of this podcast is over mid game? We didn't, not even at the end of a game. We're just,、uh, you think we're just leaving you mid when there's more Steiner to be had? We're just, we're just leaving you? I don't I think don't... people actually thought that, but we did accidentally take a little bit of an unannounced. Hiatus. Okay. Well,、uh, you know what? You know weeks, what? But we're we, here. We're here. <laughs> yeah, to, to speak to the to the yachts of it all, I don't know if people actually care about this, but whatever. It's our it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want here, really.、Um, as of the new year, I had to go back into the office at work three days a week, and I you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I'm in there three days a week. We normally record this on Friday, and it's not that I play the game during. I want it to be very clear to any. Hypothetical employer listening to this. I do not play the game nor record this podcast during working hours. Okay. That is not something that happens. However, there is extra time and mental energy spent going to and from the office and sitting in the office all day that when I get back, it is much harder to justify like spending the time either 
you know, playing a game or recording a, a podcast or whatever after I've had a very long, annoying, uh, you know, day of, of work. And it's like, okay, should I be, you know, going out to dinner and making dinner for Santa, or, you know, spending time together? So no, no, let's go play Final Fantasy for however many hours and try this boss fight 50 billion times. So in case you're wondering why it's taken, you know, a, a little bit longer, the, the capitalism life has changed. I was going to say, as bit. usual, yeah. you can blame capitalism. Yes, as well you should. Um, that being said, like hypothetically in the future, you know, uh, somewhat near future here, four or five months away, we are moving away and I won't have to go back into the office at that point. So that's going to be uh, fantastic. Who knows what that means in terms of podcasting or Final Fantasy or video games or whatever. But theoretically, that is coming in the future. But as for now, you're still stuck with us. We're not done. I would certainly finish this game. Even if the podcast ended, I do think I would finish the game. Um and there's maybe something That's to be good said. endorsement. There may be something to be said for the fact that I think that I would probably enjoy the game more if I didn't podcast about it, which is almost the opposite of how I feel. About it. And it's not that I don't love this, but I really do. Like, I love having this conversation of talking about it. It's just, it's so annoying while I'm playing the game to be like, and then Kuja It's said, hard. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, because as I was telling you before, I went and listened to the tail end of it to remind myself where we left off in the game. Um, and we were talking about the challenge of taking notes while playing a game in real time. And if you have to keep pausing to write stuff down, it's like hard to keep track of the flow of things. Um, and, you know, like first world world problems, tiniest sure. of violins, that this is a thing we have to complain about. But in turn, it, it, because you are playing the game physically with your hands yeah. con on a controller or a keyboard, you can't be taking notes, typing or writing while you're watching a show to podcast about, for instance. Um, it, it's literally two separate activities. And so that does make it take a lot, a lot longer and make it feel a lot more disjointed. Um, I can certainly attest to that as well. Like with Final Fantasy VII, I played it first for the podcast, which took forever. I played it a second time just on my own um, right after I finished it the first time because I was like, now I can do this better because I have problems. Yeah, good <laughs> um, God. And now I've played it on stream a couple of times um, and that's its own different kind of thing. So there's certainly something to be said for just playing a game on your own to enjoy it for no one but yourself for no other reason than to play it. Um, but that is unfortunately not quite... Uh, inherently podcasting about a thing even if you love it and even if you want to do it just is a different experience than if you're just watching something or playing something for yourself. yeah and certainly not to knock and uh, the podcast that we're currently on <laughs> we're going like certainly not to knock that because uh, i think one of the major benefits of this has been i would never have played these games i would never in my life have played final fantasy 9 or uh, any of them um you know and and i suppose you know for some of them maybe that's like a bad thing but for at least for nine and and for seven as well i definitely have enjoyed it and and you know not that i'm gonna go back and play it again i'm not like that level of whatever <laughs> the word is that you want to put in that blank but um I, it's certainly enjoyable and and here we are theoretically almost at the end of nine the other thing i was uh, saying before we before we started here i keep thinking here we go final boss fight time to ramp it up we're doing a, a series of boss fights um, no, I certainly have not beaten the game yet. I don't know why every Final Fantasy game makes me feel this way, where it's like, here's this big string of boss fights at the end, followed by another string of boss fights, followed by another string of boss fights. Um, and I guess I'm just at the first of who knows how many, but uh, I do feel like I made significant progress since we last um, 
podcasted and admittedly most of it has been in the past couple of days as i have like finally gotten you know my my head above water. going into the office is absolutely terrible I, like I, you know i talk about first world problems and like smallest of violins like i you know i get it like there's a lot of people that would like cherish the opportunity to go into the office some people enjoy it i have co-workers that absolutely love it and thrive uh, in the office i mean i would love to have a commute that was only three days a week that would be half as many days as yeah. i was commuting when I, last i was working i, I hear you if there are like I really do understand that I have it a lot better than a lot of other people. Um, but I also have it a lot worse than how I had it a couple months ago. And totally. that is like a real slap in the face. Both, of both like, things can be true. Yeah. Used to be a pretty good situation. Um, and also I've not gotten more work done since I've gone into the office. Like those no. days are certainly more productive, I guess, while I'm there, but I feel miserable. And then the other days when I'm not there, I'm like, how can I make up for the fact that I had to do work while I was in the office? Anyway, okay. We should probably talk Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, um, let us let us do that. Let me real quick say right up here at yes. the top, in case we lose folks by the end of the podcast or you skip through the last couple minutes. Uh, when I know what is happening with Rebirth coverage, I will tell you. Please stop asking me with all due respect. Oh my gosh. When I know, you'll know. I promise you. I'm going to play the game. I'm going to stream the game. What the podcast coverage looks like, I do not know yet. When I know, I will tell you. But I will see you February 29th on Twitch to play Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And if you want to watch me play the demo, you can do that. It's on YouTube. And should I should right I now. watch that demo? Is that is that like my should I be interested in that? I'm not a spoiler guy. I really don't like what, but I like we obviously we know what's gonna happen more or less. Yeah, so like, I don't think it's really a spoiler. The section of the game that you play through in the demo is the flashback to Nibelheim uh, when okay. Cloud is telling them the story of being in Nibelheim with Sephiroth. When spoiler alert, it's actually Zach who's there, and Cloud is just one of the grunt soldiers in the background. Feels like that's kind of far in terms of no it's not though because he tells that story at the inn in calm which is the first place you go oh. after you get out of Midgar. okay i was like man going all the way there it feels yeah, like when a... you go to nibbleheim it's way later yeah not i was like wow they really story. so especially... it's like a confined <laughs> okay. piece that is like outside of the rest of what you're doing so i understand why they did it but it's a little weird because you're playing mostly as just cloud himself and occasionally as sephiroth in your party um, but you're yeah. not really like hanging out with your friends like, is this gonna can i play this on pc are they gonna let me play it on, no oh, it's still it's still just okay well yeah you know I, the, I mean i'm sure eventually but they're really sticking to their playstation exclusivity for now that's tough because i just don't know the world where i'm ever buying a playstation you yeah. know like i just don't yeah. like why I, I would not have if if psr did not do it for me yeah yeah, I just don't, you know, I, I paid so much money to, like, build my own computer and then, like, totally. to have to, anyway, um, that's why Final Fantasy IX is on the PC. That's really why. That's the benefit. I'm just saying Final Fantasy IX better than Rebirth? I don't know. I don't know. I, the, people are asking <laughs> the, 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 the questions. I'm just saying I've heard questions being asked. I'm just asking questions, okay? You ask them. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I've heard it, you know? And sometimes uh, where I- Yeah, I've heard it both ways, mind, as in yeah. you're the one saying it both ways. Exactly. All right, yeah. let's <laughs> talk about Final Fantasy IX now that we've gotten all of our uh, 
our, our woes out of the way here at the top of the podcast and get back into a game that you love and enjoy. I do. I do. Um, where we last uh, left off here was the different earth uh, or the different shrines. Uh, as we were going around, we were dropping people off in pairs. Now, I believe I said this last time in the podcast where I, I dropped everyone off and we made a lot of jokes about who's getting dropped off where, who I got stuck with, why the girls had to go off first and we lost all our healers. We, you know, we talked a lot about that. Then we got to the Earth Shrine. It was just Pia and Quinna. And I had said, this is the worst because Quinna has not been in my party basically ever. Quinna was like level 21 uh, at this point and Pia was like, 40 or I, I don't know the exact numbers whatever it was a huge disparity though huge disparity and i got rocked and unfortunately the last time that i had saved the game before this point was before i had dropped off anyone and if i just like hit continue or like whatever you know after you die like it sends you back it sends you back right in that fight like it'll send you back right before the fight starts so there was this weird in between time that I would have loved to have gone back to, but did not have the opportunity to. Um, and so what I had to do was I just had to go from the last save point and drop people off again. And then I went back and grinded a little bit to get Quinna up a couple different levels. It was very annoying. I saw some recommendations of, of people posting of, you know, Adam, you should go grind at this place. I, I honestly didn't even understand. And I, it certainly is not to the detriment of like what any of you were suggesting, I just didn't, I don't know. I, like you said, go to this place and fight. I, I, I don't, I don't know. So I just went over by, I think it was the desert palace or whatever. And I just like ran mm -hmm. around outside there. Um, it certainly yeah. was Opti not the optimizing most strategy is, is not what you're here for or how you play these games. No. And that's totally fine. Not even if I, if I even could, like, I don't even know that I would, but I can't. So it's like, you know, <laughs> Listen, if you ever play like a board game with me or like a strategy game like that, I will optimize the hell out of it. I like legitimately, I, I my board game collection is obscene. Like it's really disgusting how much I have. Talk about like never buying a PS5. I certainly have well over a PS5's <laughs> worth of value in board. Like I could buy probably 10 or 12 PS5s with all the board games that I have. Wow. It's well, PS5 is what, like 500 bucks? Is that right? That's uh -huh. like a, yeah. I mean, it's really, yeah. That that is astonishing. Board games are also lot. wildly expensive. Like you look at a board game, it's yeah, like, oh, there's true. 40 or 50 bucks. Like you get 10 of those. Yeah. Boom. And I, you know. Um, okay. So I had to grind a little bit. Quinn, I got up. I don't know the exact it was like 26 or 27 when I was finally like, okay, I can like make this work because Pia was also still gaining some levels at that point right. as well. So it's like Pia Pia's crazy strong. Pia and Steiner are stupid strong right now. Um Great. P and Quinn finally do it. It was so annoying having to do this, but there we go. After we beat, also, I didn't understand why we split up into groups because like all of the guardians of the shrines were basically like, man, we expected all eight of you to be here. Now there's only two, but then like we had time to go around and pick everyone back up like a, like a bride, like an Uber. Like we just ran around and, <laughs> and picked everybody up before we kept going. I like, why did we not just all go to one place and then go to the next place and go to the next place and go to the next place? Yeah. Cause so we went to all the places. It's yeah, not even like we way, didn't have to go anywhere. The way they set it up, I think is saying they've got to, they're trying to do all four at the same time. Now, how they're communicating to each other from four different places 
to determine when that time is because the people at the first place don't know how long it's going to take to get to each of the other places and when Zidane and Quinna are going to be ready at the last place. Um, but, you know, video game logic, they're each going to be dropped off in pairs so that at the same time, all eight of them can defeat the Guardians, clearly with equal skill and timing uh-huh. um, to, to do whatever they're doing by breaking all four of the things. Yeah, I mean, I'll just tell you right now, it was Freya and Amaranth, I think, were a pair, right? So it was the mm-hmm. girls, it was Steiner and Vivi doing the wind one because they got blown off, and then it was Freya and Amaranth. They're like level 19, both of them. Like, they're not they are not yeah. defeating anything. I Let mean, me thank God you me. don't actually have to do all these fights, because I certainly thought they'd have you go. Oh, like, God. Go yeah, through them, and you'd be... have to do each of them in pairs that you had not chosen that were going to be a nightmare. Well, we sort of get some of that a little bit later, but um, okay, great. At the end, we get this little scene with Iko and Dagger, who's like, do you love Pia? You have, to, you have to tell me. You have to tell me if you love him. Okay, you have to. And Dagger's like, and then the ship comes. Oh, look, the ship's here. Let's go. Gotta go. Can't answer your question. Um, We're just having our girl talk here. So there we go. Okay, so we've defeated or we kept or we collected, I guess, the earth, the shrines, all four of the different shrines. We've got them. Excellent. And now we're ready to go to the shimmering islands, which have now unlocked because we have collected the shrines. Yeah, we defeated all the shrines. We took down all the mirrors, right? Or we placed the mirrors. <laughs> we, we put the mirrors in the shrines and then. We it collected happened. them from the other place, from the castle, right? Yeah. Ipsons, and then we yeah. took them each to their shrines and yes. put them in there. Yes. Defeated the various elemental guardians at yeah. each shrine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do the fight against the earth guardian. Um, and somehow that uh, unlocks the shimmering island and or its pathway to Terra. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's Simple that's stuff. that's pretty clear. Pretty straightforward. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am that made way more sense to me than a lot of the stuff that happens in the next 40 minutes of this podcast. Like legitimately, we're gonna get to some logic stuff of what is what, <laughs> and I will I will not be able to do it. So great. We're able to go uh from we're in Gaia and we're going to Terra. Okay. Yes. Very important that we keep those clear and separate those two words that both basically mean earth yeah separate. yeah 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 yeah. gaia and terra connected by the shimmering islands we're in gaia Gaia's where we are this is gaia mm-hmm. that's terra over there okay that's how you can remember <laughs> it in case you're looking for you know some kind of little you know pneumatic device or something okay we go to the shimmering islands great and when we get there we just kind of get off and then it does the classic are you sure you want to go like it might be too dangerous to come back if you if you don't want to go i'm like yeah i don't have time for this like let's go come on get over there and we find an old dude waiting for us don't know who this is yet old dude he's waiting for us and he's like hey uh what's your name and he's like what, 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 what's your name he's like names are stupid whatever name was given to you doesn't matter who cares about names uh doesn't matter random old dude who introduces himself as no named old dude. What's up? Old named old, uh, old dude, no name, whatever. Welcome to Bran Ball. That's where we are. We're going to be in Bran Ball here. And as we sort of get to this weird little place, um, Dagger gets knocked out somehow. I don't know. This is, re- I really started to lose the plot here quite a bit. Dagger gets knocked out. She's in trouble. She gets like, you know, unconscious, or whatever, trying to like figure out what's going on. 
and we we have to basically go around this place of brand 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 ball brand ball brand ball. <laughs> and um we're, tr- we're trying to find like a cure some medicine or whatever but in you know walking around and talking to everyone everyone has a tail and looks a lot like pia and of course as we're like you know just getting to brand ball we find this like pia girl basically and we follow her and i oh my god i love when we do this thing if we follow her until we get just a certain distance away and then we stop and then we let her run away again and then we follow her until we get to exactly that same distance and then we stop and then we just keeps running away just keep running pia what are you what are you stopping for gets away we're in brand ball there's a bunch of pias there's a bunch of pia clones all over the place i mean truly all over the place and evidently they are basically these soulless husks of of sorts you know whatever terminology you want to use here they do not have Mm -hmm. souls they're basically not people but also they're kind of people um you know they're it's just they're pia pole really (laughs) Um, they're, uh-huh. you know, iterations of Pia here. They're just, you know, clones, whatever. Um, Dagger's basically fine. I don't really understand why Dagger got knocked out or what happened there, but Dagger's fine. We find some medicine. She's, she's fine. Don't, don't even worry about Dagger, but we are like kind of walking around and someone tells Iko that they want to see Pia down in the lab. Pia's got a little hot date down in the lab and Iko's like, well, Pia's too hot for Dagger to ever want you, so so good luck. Good luck, Missy. Oh, I see another girl that you like more than me. <laughs> it couldn't possibly be because I'm six. No, it's probably not because it's probably, yeah, it's definitely not that. Um, Pia has a date in the lamp, and he, he goes down, and he finds out that everyone there, everyone here in Bramball, Bramball, <laughs> is a genome, a uh, uh, a clone, replica, whatever, a creation, um, all, you know, all just like Pia, wh- that are soulless, um, and they are called genomes. And I, the only thing I can think here is if I see a bunch of clones that start with the letters G-E-N, and I just am <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Are we really going back to this well? Like, uh, <laughs> another clone oh my god you might as well just call them genesis clones like at this point it's all this <sighs> final fantasy loves a clone apparently they love a clone they are obsessed with a clone so they're all genomes uh we don't exactly know why they're created yet but p is sort of having a little existential crisis very akin to vv and the black mages a lot of overlap there we'll see more of that a little bit later as well but p is on the lab talking to um oh, she had a name eventually, but um, I don't know if we find it out then. Uh, and it's like Matoko, Makoto. M- 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 nope, that's it. Oh, it is Makoto, M I K O T O. That's funny because there's also a Makoto in uh, Persona Five, which I'm also currently in the middle of a playthrough of. Makoto, Makoto. Yes. It's a cool name. Um. Okay. Great. The plan. The the. Okay, hold on. Let me just make sure I. Uh, I'm able to yeah, yeah 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 okay no we don't know we don't well we kind of know the plan so we get introduced <laughs> to the plan a couple different times the first time is when they're all like staring around the the big rock or whatever and we're talking we're talking um okay i really get lost in the sauce here said like genuinely this is so confusing so the plan is for tara to absorb gaia 
And Pia was basically supposed to help with that. Everyone is like soulless. And so the idea is all of the souls currently on Gaia. Gaia is where all, you know, where we were. Where we started. Where we started. Gaia is the, you know, unknown continent, outer, outer continent, Lindblom, all the Trino, all those places, you know? Yes. Um, and Terra is where we hear. Where we where we are? Oh my god! Um, okay, the plan is for Terra to absorb Gaia. So all the people that are on Terra are going to. I don't know how the logic of this works, but they are going to uh, uh, enter the soulless husks and become. We're just gonna have a bunch of Pias around there. All of the all of the people on Gaia are gonna become Pias on Terra. That's the plan, mm-hmm. and Pia was supposed to help. Okay, great. Vivi's out there chumming it up with the husks and um he's like hey uh what, what's going on here they're like yeah we're, we're mindless husks and and vivi's having a little you know existential crisis here what else is new and he's like mines their minds aren't like hollow they're just out to lunch he says i don't know i don't know vivi um mine's mine's might be a little hollow i think the only one out to lunch is quinna uh at this point so <laughs> Vivi's having his existential crisis. Okay, Iko has to go around and find everyone because we're leaving the six-year-old in charge of everything. Freya doesn't do anything in this moment, also, by the way. Like, Freya and Peter are supposed to be such good friends, and Iko is the only one doing anything. Like, I, it's very confusing to me. What's Freya doing? She's not doing anything. Do something, Freya. Come yeah, on. this is sort of a, a general uh, critique of the game, is that Freya could be a really interesting character, and we kind of, when we meet her, there's, like, some implied backstory and obviously she cares about saving her city and so we go uh we go to Burmesia um and we we help help out the Burmesians and she runs into Fratley again and that all gets resolved that's all like in disc one and then she's just kind of like hanging around I would love for her to do more um yeah I, I really do think that she could be interesting and I wish that I put her not that it's like a great correlation because like it's not like we've done a crazy amount of stuff with Steiner recently, but well, and I'm obsessed with Steiner, so it really is not a good correlation. But I do feel like the people in my party are the ones that I like care about the most. It's sort of like why Vivi has made the cut yeah. all these times. Um, not necessarily because he's like stronger than anyone else. Like I'm sure that if I leveled up Freya to the same point of Vivi, like she would be just as strong and probably you know, probably the same with everyone else. But it's like I don't care about Igo. I don't need two healers. Doesn't make the cut. Like Amaranth, never, never a chance that you're going to be in. I wish that I had put Quinna in knowing that I was going to be required <laughs> to, to play with them. But it's like, I find that the eat to get abilities is kind of annoying. And then yeah. it's even more annoying to have to scroll through a bunch of empty placeholder abilities that I don't have to find the ones I want. It takes a million years just to use freaking white wind to heal for 200 hp like you know mm-hmm. i don't have like t- i don't have time for this i, I just want to press attack and go and so like you know a, a part of this is certainly like the characters that i care about more make the cut of the party and freya is just like not there you know what i mean like it's just never yeah. to the point where i wanted to put her in and you know okay it's fine like and i still love her jump ability i think it's really interesting and i like that it sort of like shields her a little bit as well it's like defensive and offensive she can avoid some of the aoe like you know if it times up well but it's i don't know like i just can't put her in she's not doing anything 
Yeah, I mean, this is an issue I ran into in Final Fantasy VII the first time I played it. Was I was my party the optimal characters to take to the end of the game? No. Um, ideally, you want to have your party members that have final limit breaks that are like multi-attacks. And that is not what Vincent or Red 13 have. But those are the people I liked the most. That's who I wanted to hang out with. Yeah. Um, not Sid and Yuffie who's in my party right now at the playthrough that I'm doing because I'm trying to do it right. Yuffie should never be in the party. Like if I've learned anything. Okay. But um, let me tell you, I know this is off topic, but I went and did Wu Tai like at the end of disc two this time, instead of as early as humanly possible. Like Josh made me do it the first time. Wu Tai is a joke. If you do it like in the late game, you just knock everybody out. Even the boss fight that I had to do took me, I think, literally one round of attacks. Um, we should have done it there then. Why did we do it earlier? Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know any better. I thought, go do it as soon as you can, because that's how I was taught by an evil man who wanted to make me struggle. <laughs> um. Okay, speaking of evil men who want to make us struggle, Pia is about to go have an encounter here with Garland. Uh, that's the yes. old dude's name. That's We, we find this out here. Um, we're, we're going to, to have a chat with Garland. Um, and he basically explains the whole plan. Also, we're in pandemonium because we take a little portal or, you know, something like that okay whatever we're in this yeah, we're jumping it's the end of a final fantasy game and you have to be in kind of an abstract yeah not concrete place mm -hmm. to do it yeah we basically have to be in absolutely nowhere to to get this done fine uh we're dancing on some drums as well i don't know why we keep jumping that was the only interaction piece that i did during this whole explanation and i'm pretty sure it was just like to make sure that i was still paying attention and watching the screen <laughs> um okay he reveals and, I, I, you know, whatever. Pia was created to disrupt Gaia. That was the whole point. I don't know why. I don't know why we needed to disrupt Gaia. But that was the whole point. And, more importantly, there was another Genesis clone. Sorry. Uh, genome. <laughs> My bad. Uh, created, just like Pia. And uh, Pia's like, wait a minute. Who could this be? I, no one else looks like me back on Gaia. And Garland is like, um, what do you mean? It's not about looking like you. It's about acting like you. It's about feeling like you. There's another soul that is akin to yours. And Pia's like, but no one looks like me. Um, and Garland's like, it's Koja, you idiot. Of course it's Koja. And I'm like, it's Koja, you idiot. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> duh. Who else is there? There's no other men in the game. There's no other characters that this could even be. Um, and Pia's initial reaction is like, but Koja doesn't have a tail. Um, and Garland's like, he's hiding it. He's, he's or he's, does he? He's masking his tail. He's hiding his tail. I mean, um, he's wearing a cool little like split skirt outfit. Yeah, so there's a lot be. going on with Kunja. Um, doesn't have a tail, whatever. <laughs> it's obviously Kuja, Pia. What are you doing here? Um, yeah, it's obviously Kuja. And so we, we get this sort of you know reveal here. The you know, the plan is sort of to 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 transfer the souls from Gaia to Terra. And the way that we do that is through the Ifa tree, kind of. 
Okay, uh, we should we should take an ad break and then come back here to try and explain this and work <laughs> through this. Because honestly, I this is going to take forever to figure this out. I don't know. All right. All right, we'll, we'll take, see a, we'll take an, uh, a break and we'll untangle all of our thoughts and be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, in that ad break, Adam, did you uh, figure out everything you needed to figure out about... No. <laughs> No, but I do have red to blue. I mean, it's question called pandemonium. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so here. Okay. <laughs> There's mist created by the Ifa tree that is evidently souls. I think mist is souls ish. Yeah. There's also a light that is sometimes blue, but they want it to be red because red is good for Terra, but bad for Gaia. I, okay. Uh, and then there's the cycle of souls. Th- it goes through the Ipa tree. And so the, the, the plan uh, <laughs> is to disrupt all those souls on Gaia, basically create war, create destruction, whatever, and then absorb all of the souls from Gaia through the Ipa tree, which will, Paint the town red, I guess, and turn the light crimson somehow. And then those souls will enter into Terra. And then Terra will uh, win. I think that's like the idea here. That's like the. I think you know. that's basically the idea. Yeah. There's People a, will, will yeah. comment and give us deep explanations of lore that we do not understand and do not have time to go into on if a, an hour could, podcast if, anyway. If someone could explain it in a paragraph, I would read it. Like that, the, the part of the problem with this, and, and maybe this was more in the way that it was presented, is like there were four or five different conversations that sort of like put the pieces together. And I was lost at like the first one. And so... Mm-hmm. You need like a a regular like summary narration to come up and like, and so our heroes who had done this are now going to go to this place and like, this is what's happening. And like, I need to know how they're getting the souls from Gaia to Terra, or is it just like when you die, like your soul goes through the Ifa tree and then like 
spits out in like they're connected. And then how do we get here from the shimmering islands? Like, is it connected by the tree? Because we also have this point where Garland is like, and look upon this blue thing. And we look up and he's like, that's the Ifa tree. And it's like, but aren't we like, what, what is the shimmering islands? If we are just like also connected by the tree, like what? And, and then we also shut off the mist from the tree, but mm-hmm. then it's we didn't actually do that all the, like it didn't actually happen because there's still mist and then it just kind of got blocked or like it, it's now like a bunch of pent-up mist that then will like exp- well yeah so the ifa tree has been absorbing the souls and what i think never gets clearly explained is that tara has a a, a crystal that is supposed to get energy from the souls dying, but because the Aoife tree has been absorbing all of these souls, Terra is now like a dead planet that doesn't have its solar energy. Soul is an S O U L solar energy that it's supposed to have. Um, I am kind of trying to summarize several paragraphs of information from the summary of the story on the Final Fantasy Wiki uh, for the sake of what we're talking about. Um, It's complicated. You know, there is like a deep backstory to what's happening here, which is cool. It's ambitious for this game. And I think that's a little bit of the challenge is like, it's not Final Fantasy 16 where you can go check the like the active lore of the game and read stuff about the the backstory of the world. You get like one opportunity to read it in conversation as it's happening and try to process a lot of information. Um, Cause if you read three paragraphs of stuff on the wiki, it, they have a clear understanding. The game developers have a clear understanding in their mind of what is happening and they can answer a lot of the questions that we're kind of asking, yeah. but I don't think the game had the capability at that time to give you all of that information in a way that was accessible. Um, It's kind of like when as an actor, you have a whole backstory for your character that's never going to get talked about when you're in the play, but you have to bring all of that into the way that you are performing in the show to make that character feel real. So like the world is very lived in and clearly there is this long history between the relationship of these two planets and and we just can't in the span of a 20 minute scene fully understand everything that they're trying to tell us about what's been happening over thousands of years in their science fiction fantasy story yeah and it's it's also tough because i'm still trying to connect the pia kuja of it all it just feels like there was one too many reveals here like (laughs) i need i needed to explain i needed to understand the backstory of what was happening before i was told or cared about the pia kuja connection like i think i wanted to know what the plan was and i it's you know to the credit of the game they probably tried to tell me (laughs) the I, i needed to know like what tara was trying to do and how they were trying to do it like i needed the the ifa tree souls mist conversation to happen back before when I said uh-huh. the plan is for Terra to absorb Gaia and Pia is supposed to help. I don't know what that means. I have no idea how that's supposed to happen, what they're trying to do, because the part that's a little complicated here um, is the Kuja of it all of how it was presented. And there's like this eyeball ship that is like up there. And, and we had to wait until the people of Gaia were able to summon Eidolons for some reason and then we were mm-hmm. able to like get in there and that's how we like i don't know like I, like there's just there there's some elements of this that's like 
missing um, because they also talk about how Terra has done this before with other worlds. They have absorbed other worlds before. And I don't know what that means or what it's done or how they did it or like what's going on here. Um, I don't know. And then there was another element about like the queen had to die because she was like clinging on to life and it was too, like, I don't know. And then like Steiner put his foot in his mouth and be like the queen. And then I, I don't know. There was like, it's just like so many different little things here. That's just like, I don't really know what's happening or how it's all connected. And again, I, I, I simply have to be stupider than at least 50% of the people playing this game. Maybe that percentage is higher. Genuinely. I, like, and I, I, I don't know, maybe, but I just feel like there was a piece of this that was missing for me. And uh, th to the credit of the game, I ultimately didn't really care that I didn't understand. <laughs> I, it didn't really matter to me that I didn't fully understand what was going on because I was still enjoying it. It still looked cool. I still like care about the characters that I care about and the stories that I care about. It's just that I didn't understand them. Yeah, you got the overall vibe of what was happening, but definitely not the uh, finer points of the diabolical plans of Garland yeah. uh, to subsume Gaia into Terra. Um, I think the biggest point or like the most succinct thing I can add is so Garland created Kuja to go start this mission of uh, fixing the uh, the Ifa tree so that the souls would be coming back to Terra. And then he realized by creating Kuja as an adult, an adult who I believe is 21, uh, you know, the, the language <laughs> that counts very much as an adult in the world of Final Fantasy. Um, he he saw like issues with starting starting this mission out with an adult. And so then he created Zidane as a kid so that there was more room for Zidane to grow and be a more empathetic um like vessel for the mission essentially and so garland's plan was for zidane to take over kuja's mission once kuja inevitably failed because he was a flawed creation yes and we get more of that in just a moment here as like kuja basically um will show up okay so that was all the setup basically <laughs> to everything before we get to a string of boss fights okay the first of which is just a rando dragon we just get to fight a rando dragon. I don't know why. I don't know what the dragon's doing here. Garland has a dragon and we're fighting it. No problem. It's fine. I'm so ridiculously overleveled at this point that it like it's not even close. Like there may um it was I don't know. Maybe this was supposed to be easy because the 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 three fights that happen here, we don't get to um like heal or use whatever between. It's just sort of like the mm -hmm. gauntlet style. Um we've done this before in uh, I forget where in um, we've done this before. I know we've done this before. Um, okay. This is the gone style. Great. Um, the dragon, no problem. Second up Garland kind of annoying, but still no problem. Steiner and Pia are doing like uh 5k damage each per just one little attack and uh, like, you know, using magic and healing. Like it's just not even close. Um, it's, it's, it's not, it's just wild. And then Kuja shows up and uh, to what you were saying before, Garland goes on a little bit of like, a, oh, Kuja was created and whatever. And then Kuja's like, I'm in control now, old man. Gen Z is taken over. Okay. We're done with your <laughs> boomer self. We're done. Okay. We're in control now. And then we fight Kuja and we beat him, except 
then he turns into a thing and does an Ultima and kills us all um, for uh, this is the seventh or eighth time this game that this has happened to us with a boss fight. Um, Maybe too many times this is happening. Maybe we didn't need to do it multiple times with Beatrix before uh, she ended up not even being an evil character. I don't yeah, know. Essentially joining our side. Yeah. Maybe maybe we didn't need to pull this card this many times, but here we are. Um, okay, we beat Kuja, but then Kuja beats us. That is just what happens. And then uh, he, tra- I don't know, he transforms into something else. Like he unlocked a superpower or something. He j- turns into a weird little uh, like phoenixy, feathery. Yeah, thing. lizard. I don't even know what's going on here. Um, it's kind of red though, so you know whatever. And then he just kicks Garland right in the mouth and pushes him off the side. And it's like, you're dead. Okay, you're done. Um, and then he's like monologuing a little bit, but then he hears a voice and it's a, it's apparently Garland's. I don't know. I don't know how Garland's still alive, but it's apparently Garland's like, you will fail. And Kuja's like, what are you talking about? Like literally just kicked you in the teeth and shoved you up this <laughs> thing. And he's like, you will die soon. Cause you were created to die from when Pia took over the thing and he's like no okay what are you talking about like i literally just whooped everyone's ass and he's like you're gonna die soon ha 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 kuja says okay and then he just leaves um who just gone but even, even though he could have taken us out right then and there no problem which is true for almost all these bosses that can just one shot us which is inherently a problem in terms of design and understanding of the game but it's fine could have taken us out, chose not to, left us alive. What a mistake he's making. Almost guaranteed to be a mistake. Because uh, I don't know how we end this game without going back to kill him. But he doesn't know that, I guess. He doesn't know that we're playing the game. <laughs> he has no it's clue. True. He has no clue. Um, we have to get out of here, though. We have we have to get out of Pandemonium. We have to leave. But we uh, uh, before we do that, we have to stop to get some genomes along the way. We have to make sure we get those genomes out of here. It's not their fault. Um he is connected to them. They're relatives. He said multiple times now, uh, which is a little weird, but whatever we have to get all the genomes. Uh, and then as we're sort of leaving pandemonium, we get to this place where there's like eyes on the walls and then dagger, like wants to have a conversation with Pia right then and there with the eyes on the walls. And Pia's like, there's eyes on these walls. And she's like, so who cares? Like, let's, let's chat. And, I don't know. They're about to like admit feelings for each other, and we sort of like fade. Um, I don't. I don't care about their love story, and I feel like I am always the one that's like, I love the messy drama and love, and I like love all that kind of stuff. I don't care about this. They're like twelve year olds. Like, what are we doing here? Do we really need this? Yeah. They. I mean, I think the fundamental problem with trying to get us to care about a, a this specific love story is like. They barely know each other. They've known each other for not that long. And even in the time that you've been playing the game, they've been split apart so much that like they're not spending time together hanging out. They're only together in like dire circumstances where they're in battles. Um, So they like haven't had, had any time to like get to know each other. And as I said, plenty of times on the, on the stream, um, People often say that uh, the main character of Final Fantasy X is the original F-boy, but I think Zidane is the original F-boy. He's just like, there's girls around, and therefore I am interested in the girls, because he's a teenage boy. You know, this is not a, this certainly does not feel like 
a serious relationship or anything that's going to turn into a serious relationship. So I, as an adult, do not care. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, part of this probably could have been, I guess, avoided is the wrong word. If they wanted me to care, I needed, like, when we split up into pairs, I need Zidane to go with Dagger. Like that, like, yeah, like that, you can't, you cannot separate me from her. Like that, and he's making the, the choices. So. Yeah, it's not even like, oh my god. Okay, whatever. Uh, so we do our string of free fights, gauntlet style. Not a problem. These fights were not difficult whatsoever. I got to choose my party. When that happens, good things happen. Okay, when I get to choose my party, good things happen. Let me do that every time. Um, okay, I'm trying to think if this is where. Uh, this happens or not, but I, I I forgot to write this down, but I'm remembering this happening now. I think it was after these fights, but before we leave, Pia gets into a weird, like, trance weekend situation here, where he just sort of hobbles around and has some more fights that happen. Um, this may have happened earlier in, I, I don't know, but it starts with, like, uh, Iko and Vivi being uh like gated off from pia and he's like sort of hobbling and then we have like freya and amaranth enter the fight and then the next one we get like steiner coming in and then i think like dagger comes in for one or something like that um that was very annoying i the the, the one that was freya and amaranth which i think was the first one took me forever those people have like 1500 health i don't want them in my party <laughs> stop putting them there i don't want to fight with them I want to fight them, honestly. If Pia could, oh man, imagine Pia just whooping Amaran at this point because of the, I mean, Amaran is like half the level of Pia. So, oh yeah, I think this is actually what you're talking about is um, at the start of like when you first get to Pandemonium, you're fighting like three different kind of dragony looking. Yeah, it's, one of them like a, is a turtle, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, a turtle that looks like like Hell House landed on it. Yeah, yeah, it's got like <laughs> yeah. a pointy. I'm looking at the picture of it. Um, yeah, yeah, it like rather than a rounded shell, it it's like an A-frame turtle. <laughs> yeah, um, yes. So there you go. That also happens in there, but that was yeah, I so thought you had already done though. those fights before you did the string of the three, like you know, quote unquote, big boss fights: the Kuja Silver Dragon, and then Garland, and then Kuja. And it's it, it it's a testament to what you're saying that those three fights to you were so easy um, because Kuja has the highest HP of the three of those at over forty two thousand. The Silver Dragon has thirty four thousand. Um, these fights that you're saying you struggled with, uh, the first one has 6,500, the second one is 12,600, and the third one is 11,000. So, like, yeah. well, all of them are well under half of the oh, HP yeah. I mean, of the fights you had thing. no problem with later. Yeah. When I only get, I, it was three party members max for each of those string of like three kind of weekend fights. And like yeah. the first one, I had Freya and Amrant who were doing maybe a couple hundred if they could stay alive. They weren't uh -huh. like they couldn't even stay alive because they had like 1800 HP. Like they're 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 so weak um comparatively. And then I think the the, the turtle might have been the easiest because I got to have Steiner and Dagger, I think it was. Um but boy, whenever I have to have party members that I don't usually have or to be honest with you don't want in any way like uh you know uh, it's very difficult. So, um, yeah, I, and and it was like three versus four, which I do think makes like a pretty significant difference because I, you know, when you, when you get that extra one, just even just having someone there that like could toss a phoenix down on somebody, yeah. like not that that's like what I want to be doing, but like 
if it's a three person fight and dagger gets knocked out, like that's bad. Like it's harder to recover from that versus like, even if a dagger or a signer gets knocked out in a four person fight, we get, it's it's very easy to get them back up and heal them and, and, and make that adjustment like pretty quickly. But okay. We have to get out of here and stop for some genomes along the way. Um, there's mist basically everywhere as we sort of get into the ship. Oh, Pia has like a little moment with uh, Makoto um, and gets them to come. Who cares? Um, there's mist everywhere as we're leaving on this ship. Uh, um, and they're like, oh man, this is probably some black mage shenanigans. Ifa tree stuff, basically, is what is is what is told. And so naturally our first place to go here is the black mage village uh, is, is where we um, basically that's as far as I got here was at the black mage village where we are unloading some of the genomes. They're talking with some of the other black mages. They're like, wait, this water flowing just like time. Oh my God. Or, or I, one of the black mages was trying to explain a shop and what a customer and money is. And I was like, well, <laughs> I got bad news for you. Like, really, none of this really makes sense if you think about it. But uh, it's just sort of what we do. You know, we spend money so that people can spend money, so that people can spend money, so that people can uh-huh. spend money. Um, and we're explaining that. So you know, good. Uh, I, I liked the connection here between the black mage stuff that we've been setting up the whole game and the genome stuff that we've been setting up for the last five minutes. Um, I, I did, you know, enjoy that parallel a little bit. Um, but I think the the favorite part of this certainly has to be the very end where we have our baby chocobo. Bobby Corwin is uh, our <laughs> baby chocobo, and they're interacting with some of the genomes, and we just keep saying the name Bobby Corwin all the time. <laughs> That's the chocobo name. Honestly, great chocobo name. Re- like, truly <laughs> a top-tier great chocobo name. Bobby Corwin? Come on. That chocobo is going to be zipping down the racetrack. Like, absolutely cruising Bobby Corwin. And I would love it as Bobby Corwin. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's gonna, I mean, that chocobo is winning everything. No one even stands a chance. It's not even fair. Um, Listen, you want your chocobos to be fast if you're racing them. You truly do. Um, and in, in terms of where we're going next year, I guess we have to beat Kuja. There was talk of going back to Trino, but we don't want to tell Uncle Sid what's going on. There's no one else we would even really tell. I don't really know where Kuja is, so we'll have to find him. But I have to imagine that this next stage is just going to be how many boss fights can we put in succession um, before we get to one final, probably scripted fight with Kuja and then we end the game like that in my mind that's basically all that's left um we probably have to go back to the ifa tree is my guess because of the mist and the souls and the blue to red situation they're trying to absorb whatever blue to red um situation. i don't know what, i don't know what the light is but that's that's my guess in terms of where we are headed next um and i don't know i my guess i feel like there's only one more one more uh, podcast, one more play, but I, I guess I don't know. Like there could, I guess theoretically be a lot of boss fights here to get through. Um, but as I've said many times, I, there's not a lot to talk about when there's just a bunch of fights because it's just, Oh, I did this fight. I did that fight. That was annoying when they had to do that. You know, like it's, that's, that's really it in terms of the boss fights. I don't know how much story there will be before the wrap up and conclusion. And um, at, you know, during the boss fights, my guess is that there's just going to be one more kind of section of story here as we, um, you know, are, are close to the end. Yeah. You are in disc four. Now you've officially hit 
the final disc of the game. Um, and we play this game very differently. So this take this information with several grains of salt. My finale stream, which started at about the point that you're at in the game, is, uh, I would say, five hours of gameplay long. Because um, I skipped through the ch- the the chat with my with my viewers at the beginning um and a substantial amount of credits at the end um but for me at at this point that you are at now i had about 5 hours of gameplay left for you probably a little less because i'm sure i went and did some stuff oh yeah i'm not doing anything that you don't care about no i know you're not yeah unless it's unless i do it on accident there's i mean there's a world where because i actually don't know where to go that that i like accidentally do some other stuff um oh yeah like i'm looking at my my vod right now and i'm doing some chocobo stuff that i know you're not gonna no 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 no, no. that will certainly save you i might go give that lady some coins i think i have a bunch of do that do that because it'll take no time and it is worth it it's easy it it's fast and it, it all it does is give you stuff yeah go back to to trino i think it is mm-hmm. it's a trino give the lady some stellatios Stella. stellatios give her the coins yeah so <laughs> oh man um okay well if that is our game coverage for this week should we do an Issa look uh i mean we should i think I so i think i I think I, it is. Is it? I think it's Kuja time. Oh, is it Kuja time? Okay. We I, haven't. We still, after all these weeks, this is episode fourteen, um, and I guess there was one week where we missed an Issa look because we had to wrap up quickly. Um, but so in in twelve Issa looks, we have not done Kuja yet, and okay. it feels like this yeah. is the moment. It's time. So let me link in the chat for you. Okay. Okay. This is exciting. Now, should we should we just assume the tale or? Well, I mean, we got to go off of what we've basically seen in the game the whole time. And you really don't see the tale. Boy, this is uh, not the image that I was expecting <laughs> to see. The, the drawn one? At the yeah. Top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wow. It is truly like the bar is high and I still think it is possibly the queerest coded villain in a final fantasy game (laughs) (laughs) um wow i don't okay so i don't even know where to start here just going top to bottom the hair is wild and wonky there's either that's a feather or a piece of hair that's just all over and like up and back i guess yeah um i I could this is a wild hair i think it's a feather well, I don't know, but then in some of the other drawings, it doesn't look like it. It just yeah. looks like it's it looks the like hair just the it's hair. anime, and the hair just sticks up like that. The hair does what it does, and it's also flowing in the back, so it's like very yeah. long as well. Even though it doesn't look very long at the top, besides the one, I guess, big long piece. But uh, the cape flowing out is awesome on either side. It's it's almost not even a cape. It's like a um, I, I don't even know what to call it. It's almost like a skirt for your shoulders. Is really. Like what's what's happening? A shawl? A sh- I guess. I guess it's a shawl. It doesn't cover anything, but I guess. Yeah. You know, I guess. Kind of, yeah. There's sort of a shawl, and then also, as we've mentioned before, the split skirt on the bottom. There's a lot of flowiness. Yeah. To this outfit. But I mean, a ton. And then I, I don't know how we've avoided this for even one minute. The crotch area. Zed, what is happening here? The, what like, is this? The the 
cod piece slash chastity belt that's happening. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. And like, I mean, this game does take place in like a Renaissancey time, and a lot of people are wearing sort of Renaissancey clothes. And at that time, a cod piece was a very common thing to wear. Um, this just, but it this just looks more like belts going around the side and then mm-hmm. under the crotch for what purpose i'm not totally sure and the front looks a little bit like an owl which i hadn't seen until just now oh do you see it i see the owl i had thought that that was some kind of like locking mechanism oh i'm sure it is but i just saw an owl and so i wanted to say it yeah um i also i'm loving the the boot that are pants situation um really accentuates this man has not skipped leg day in his life I mean, truly, I have never seen such chiseled legs. Like you could, you could cut stone with these things. Like, yeah. Well, I think they are thigh high boots, but there are some interesting shapes going on. I think those are straight muscles. They have to be. I mean, this guy is just hitting the gym on the daily. Um, The shoes are cool, but not as exciting as the rest of this stuff. Little like buckled shoes with wings on them. Yeah, they do have the wings, but uh, you know, I don't think he can fly. So I don't know. He has a dragon. I mean, as all Final Fantasy villains can do, he can eventually suddenly float. Yes. Oh yeah, everyone can float when he transforms into something else, as as they are all want to do. I think Um, it's skipped over the fact that on top of the shawl flowy top thing. There is also what seems like a secondary piece that is like shoulder protection and collar, because that's another thing you're going to get in this game is everybody's going to have a weird collar that doesn't make sense with the rest of their outfit. Everyone's got a weird collar. Um, I like how high it goes, too. He has a very Mm -hmm. long neck. His his torso is lengthy, like the head from where the head is to where the, the waist is. It doesn't feel like there should be as much neck there as there is. But there is. There's a lot of neck, and part of it's covered up by this, like, very, very high collar that's sort of sticking out. And then we have a butterfly, I think. Uh, might not actually be a butterfly. It might be, like, a bird of some kind. I don't know. But Hanging out to the side um, in that There's drawing. just a little butterfly hanging out to the side on on, on that drawing. So, um yeah, this is definitely some concept art that we're, that we're looking at. And I wonder if whatever is drawn over here on the side is, like, a real bird or insect that was kind of the inspiration for the look of Kuja because the hair is very either literally feathery or feathery looking yeah and then the top of the outfit does feel a little bit like wings um if you scroll down or scroll over in the pictures depending on how you're looking at it and look at the video game rendering uh you do see how clearly like Kuja has hips Kuja has a waist and hips um and this out and and in that in this picture it does look more like it's flowy sleeves but like no shirt i don't think he's wearing a shirt he's not wearing bolero like shrug over it that is the collar piece yeah this is like what i'm saying like a a, 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 uh almost a skirt for the shoulders like it's really it's not Mm -hmm. a shirt it's just like um and then boy every other picture is just crotch focused uh is uh-huh. is like where you know there's a and lot then going we on get here. trans kuja which you talked about is what he turns into in the boss fight um when he gets all red covered in red 
um, with like red feathers sticking out of the top of his head. Um, a very cool look, I think. Yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to be inspired by something specific also, but that's like the one time you actually see the tail that is otherwise hidden by the skirt of the outfit. <laughs> wow. There's a lot going on here. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's Kuja. Uh, I like Kuja. Hopefully he doesn't win, but I like him. <laughs> yeah. As a design, I'm a huge, huge fan. Um, yeah. Big, big trans vibes from Kuja, as I have talked about from day one. Uh, I love it. You know what villains could, you know, it would be okay if queer and trans people were in video games as not villains. Um but the the energy that Kuja brings to every scene that he's in is so good. Um, one of my favorite villains for sure. Maybe Way Kuja's not a villain. Maybe he's just misunderstood. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's just doing what he was created to do. That's not really his fault. Yeah. The the creation was flawed from the beginning. Garland says so himself. It's his own, it's Garland's fault, not Kuja's fault. Yeah. That's that's nature versus nurture. That's it. It's it, yeah. And his nature was created, and he was nurtured in that way. So mm-hmm. like, what's he supposed to do? He's really innocent, basically. Justice for Kuja. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's where we've landed. Yeah, I like this. I like this. We've really uncovered something here today. Yeah. No notes. All good. Uh oh. When in trance, Kuja becomes covered in red fur, oh. and his clothes, which turn white, become tattered, and he has a long furred tail. Okay. Oh, it, and it does say uh, a white robe covers the back of his legs down to his ankles, held up by four straps that act as a cod piece. Okay. Hmm. Armored dark purple boots with golden buckles. Like the whole color palette, I also really like. It feels pretty unusual for uh, a villain to get to wear this much white and for it to be like so soft and like the hair is light and then there's like purpley bluey color story happening i'm a big fan well it'll be interesting to see who we can do for the for the end game here because we Mm -hmm. didn't do garland i guess but he's gone so yeah who knows we shall see if anything uh emerges next week and if not that's okay too you know it'll it'll be what it'll be uh but that's gonna do it for us here this week adam anything else you want folks to know about uh, just go check me out. I, I'll, I'll post stuff on Twitter, Peter and Adam one, and then uh, weekly over at one of the Scarlet podcast. We're doing girls five Evas season two. We're doing previous little liars. Uh, we are almost at the end of season one with that, which is uh, very fun. Melissa and I finished up our coverage of Percy Jackson here on post show recaps. Um, and then just stay tuned for, for upcoming stuff. We got some stuff in the works. We're excited to share. Great. Well, that's going to do it for us here. As I mentioned a couple times in the podcast, if you want to see any of these VODs or my Rebirth demo playthrough or the Rebirth playthrough itself when it comes into being, um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash hope or all of those videos go to youtube.com slash at hope after the fact. Uh, and that's about it, everybody. Thank you for your patience as we were off for a couple of weeks. I think our goal is to put out the final episode next week, but if not, we will. Nope. Adam says, no, not next week. Okay. So in two weeks. Oh, cause Adam's traveling for the holiday. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Got it. Two weeks. Okay. I'm committing to this. The game will be yeah. over. Well, what, whatever our next podcast will be. Uh, I, I don't know how much is left. Uh, you know, five hours. I guess so. we'll be back when Adam finishes and when Adam finishes the game, which we hope is two weeks from now. That is our plan. Okay. Uh, but we are able to tell you in advance right now, no podcast next week. 
Um, so hope this tides you over until then. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.